Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, good again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing What's me, bro. good with you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. Total Generous Podcast, episode two of the week. This is our news and notes, news and topics, um, whatever you want to say. But for the last week and a half that we've been gone, there's been a lot of stuff coming out in the world of college football, NFL, and UFC. Um, let's start the world of college football. Um, let's start on some tragic side. You know, I know we're a lighthearted po- podcast and we joke around and argue a lot, but um, University of Virginia has three players um, and two students, I believe, um, shot by a former former. Uh, student athlete football player um just a very sad situation i mean there's not really much other other dis- other other things to say um I'm reading a bunch of articles on the players that were killed and just how they're great human beings um, their professors spoke highly of them just a sad situation um wanted to address it and be with those families in the tough tough time um all right now on to some other news in the world of college football lane kiffin Possibly to Auburn. We've been hearing rumors about it. Could be announced as soon as today. They say maybe after the Egg Bowl. Thoughts on this? I think it's interesting. Uh, we we talked about this, I think, two or three weeks ago about Lane Kiffin potentially going to Auburn from Ole Miss um, and just talking about the differences between programs and why Lane would do it. Um, I still I still don't think uh, Lane should do it, personally. Um, but I also think, like, where else would he go? You know, obviously he is a sought-after college football coach, and he's going to get an elite, elite job, but it's just which one, you know? Which one seems to make sense? It seems like Lincoln Riley at USC, again, will be firmly there. Um, where else would he want, you know? And I think that's the question. Like, is Auburn that elite program that he would make that jump to and then stick there forever? Because obviously you want to find somewhere and stick forever. It is Auburn that place for Lane Kiffin? And where where else would he want to stick? I, I don't know. Like, we go back to it, like, how much better of a job is Auburn than Ole Miss? Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to listen to some other people on this and get some takes, and they say you can win a national title at Auburn. It's been proven. Yeah. You don't know if you can win a national title at Ole Miss. Well, so they've gone to two in the last, you know, within the last, was it 10 years now? Or, okay, Cam Newton was a little longer than that now. But, like, let's say in 15 years, they've gone to a national championship, and they've won a national championship. So Ole Miss obviously has not. So... By definition, Lane will think that he could win a national championship there. But do you think, again, all these college football coaches have a destination in mind that they want to stay with and they think that they can win there, be happy there, and, you know, kind of sail off into the sunset for the rest of their career there? Where else would he want that destination to be if not Auburn? Because he he has to make that jump from Ole Miss. I don't think Ole Miss is his final destination. Texas? I'm, I'm sorry. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Ole Miss is. You think Texas? But I, I think Texas, as of right now, is pretty locked in. Yeah, definitely. Does he want to wait for that? You know, who knows? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, does he want to be Saban's replacement at Bama? That's the only one I can think of, really. That I think would be his thought process. And does Bama want Kiffin as Saban's replacement? I think they kind of would. I, I actually think he might be the most sought after coach in college football now. Really, that's an interesting take. Like, I kind of think he is. Like I, I think know. if any if any college more than Urban Meyer still, yeah, I think that given what given what out. happened with Urban and the Jags, otherwise it would be Urban Meyer. Yeah, but they, I mean, if you look at his college resume, right? I agree. No, I, mean, I understand. I mean, you look at other NFL co- like Saban didn't have a great NFL no. career. Like there's college coaches that don't. Pan yeah, out. I just think what Lane is for college football right <clears> now. <throat> like I have him higher than I think Dabo would have people right now too. You have him higher than Dabo. I think most university and most ads would Lane over Dabo. Oh, that's I don't a, think so. That's a bold take. Like I, yeah, I don't. I don't. Think so. I, maybe it's just because I'm kind of down on Dabo this year, but I'm forgetting about the national championships that Dabo has won. Uh, yeah, because he has won them. You know, so there's there's that. But there's Dabo's, something about Lane Kiffin right now. It sounds weird, but like ads right now would say like he's the sexy pick right now. Like oh, I your mean, fans would be behind him, the university yeah. behind him, like the players, the transporter players would want him. The recruits want to play for him. Like he's taking Jenkins with him. Like they're gonna go Jenkins, yeah. Jenkins. So yeah. like people want him. You know what I mean? So unless he is the um you know, the successor to Alabama, 
I think he pretty much has his pick wherever else he wants to go. But the question is, does he want to go to Auburn? You know, and is Auburn that successful place for him? Because where else? Okay. Apparently, I mean, as far as stuff that stuff that's going to be open, and when you're hot, you're hot. That's the only reason why I think he goes. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't. Get Unless it. he actually wants Bama, he won't go. If he wants Bama, he won't. But if he if he doesn't, then I think he goes to Auburn. Well, who's to say he wouldn't go to Alabama still if he takes Auburn? That would be. He he's been doing that. That would shit be crazy all. though. That would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. That'd about be that. bad. I mean, I, if there's a guy who doesn't care though, yeah. it might be. It might be lame. Yeah. That'd be so. To bad. be fair, he doesn't really. Give yeah. A I we'll see. Know. We'll talk about more if it actually happens. It's more. I just think he needs a stri- strike while the iron's hot. If you think you can win a national championship at Auburn, you are the guy right now. I think you take it. All right. Well, the other guy, and again. This kind of happened in the woodworks when they were talking about A and M, which makes oh fuck, ooh, oh, you want to talk about some money that they would do for him? Yeah, yeah, I'm just especially and and a school that would right? Oh Pony yeah, up. oh yeah, they obviously have the booster support that they yeah. would pay for the recruits to get there. Yep. But the other guy that was rumored pretty heavily to Auburn was Dan Lanning out of Oregon, the former mm-hmm. Georgia defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and that one made a lot of sense to me. More sense. That one to me, I was like, that's gonna happen. He shut that down though. When I saw that come up, I was like, that's going to happen. Yeah. He shut that down pretty quick. What did he say? He said, I'm not at Oregon to be a jumping spot. You know, like, I'm here to be. I doubt that. But he's not the first coach coach to say that. that. Yeah. All the the Oregon coaches. Lincoln Riley got on stage last year and said, I am not going to LSU. And then he went to fucking USC the next goddamn day. He wasn't lying. But I'm sorry. I don't think Dan Lanning takes the Auburn job, but if he, like, Please, I think if it's Oregon. not Lane, Oregon. I think if it's not Lane, it's Dan Lanning. Oregon, please stop taking people from the SEC because they're just going to leave you. Yeah, I know. It's true. They're I would have just... liked to have seen Lane. Uh, obviously, this is not him. I would have liked to have seen him at LSU. That feels more right than Auburn to me. Get, nice. get him at like, oh, he should have went to like Oklahoma. Lane? Like, yeah, Oklahoma or. Well, they'll be in the SEC now. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I like. We already are. T- it sounds already up on. Uh, Venables is there. I think they're turning the corner <laughs> on him in the fan base. Like they are not. He can't do it after a year. I think he'll be. Give fine. him a chance to implement. Yeah, you know? I give him a year, but like, it's just like Lane. You don't have feels, that chance anymore. Lane just feels <laughs> so much like Ole Miss to me. Like Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. That's, I know. Feels, I agree. It feels perfect. I feel it like the feels right. Perfect. Only one that would have felt better if he went to Miami. Which I thought that would have been a great fucking hire. Yeah, I, like I think he would have went there more. if he didn't go to Chris. Some Chris shit would have happened. If <laughs> he course. goes to Miami, it doesn't last because there's scandals. Yeah, all there's some the drug mule lanes yeah. like involved with some nonsense. 100%. Love it, but Love no, it. I, I just, I think he goes to Auburn ultimately. What do you all think? Right. Yes or no, Auburn Lane? I think he does only because I think Lane Lane wants to shake up shit. Like Lane <laughs> wants to do what's like he wants the chaos. That's all he football. wants, yeah, and he I love does. that. Lane, Lane Lane's going to take one year contracts, you yeah. know, and coach a different. He's going to opt in and opt out of players yeah, and coaching. Like, he's just that guy. Shit. I think I he that. should stay at Ole Miss. Ole Miss feels right. It does, and that's why he'll go to Auburn. It feels so right there. Like I don't. I felt like he was building something actually really too. good at yes. Ole Miss. So I I, I'd be mistake. sad to leave him leave in a weird, weird weird world because I used to hate Lane Kiffin when he was yeah. at USC and the Raiders nonsense. Like I didn't like him. He's a good coach. That's why he goes. That's why he goes to Auburn because he shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. because he shouldn't exactly. Uh, <clears throat> what else you got here, Cy? No, I I think he goes, but I don't agree with it. All right, yeah. uh, let's talk playoffs. Obviously, a lot has shaken up in the last couple of weeks here. Yeah. Um, and again, I think you have to start with the conversation about you know TCU being. That well, number four team right now. Let's put it out there. We're recording this before we actually see the rankings. For yes. This week. Yeah. Yes. We. But I mean, I, for the committee, folks, they're not so. going to change. No. They're not going to change. The top four will not change. It'll stay yeah. as is, where you've got Georgia at the top, Ohio State, Michigan. It's and not going to move. Not no. going to move at all. No. Nope. Until so. Until there's a super shake. anticlimactic. Yes, week. which is fine. Um, but where are you at with the rankings? CY? obviously you've been pretty critical of Georgia. We had a a, a text battle. <laughs> The other day about Georgia. Why don't you enlighten us on your thoughts right now? Um, my argument: it, Georgia's number one team. I have no argument with them being number one team. I, I good. There's you, no argument for it. You so. could put Ohio State there. I, I would be fine with it. But if you want to put Georgia there, the resume is better at this time. Um, my argument is is the gap between Georgia and everyone else is a lot smaller than people think. I don't think Georgia is that elite team that's going to go run through the playoffs and just win a national title again. I think it's going to be difficult for them if they do. I think I think they could they, they could lose. I, I really do. I think they're I think Ohio State could beat them. I think Michigan could beat them. 
Um, is there another team? It depends how they match up. I would like to see. I honestly, I mean, I don't know who else would statistically or stylistically match up with them. Um, but I have no problem with them being one. Ohio State, Michigan have figured itself out at two three. Well, I think the where we were were arguing that wasn't yeah that wasn't the yeah, argument. The argument that's exactly that. what my argument was. No, you were saying that you, they weren't elite. That's what you. I could pull you were up saying. text messages. And it was Kirby okay. not being elite that's, again. That well, that's my argument because is is they're not. My argument was in this against you was Ohio State, and Michigan, are the only teams that we don't know that I won't because you were saying Michigan or you were saying that uh, Georgia was not elite. They could be beat, all this stuff. Yeah. They can be beat. And I said, cool, give me anybody that's not named Ohio State and Michigan that's going to beat them. Right. I, I would like to see give them Give me play. anybody. Literally anybody. Yeah. Well, I just, and my argument was that they're by far the most proven best team. Yes. Like, they're they're the best team because they're the only team that's been proven yes. week in and week out, week out to be good. And I understand they had some close calls, but also at the end of the day, like they have the best wins too. So, I don't know. Like, yes, Michigan and Ohio State, I'm actually leaning Michigan. I'm starting to feel that way, and I might be crazy that I think Michigan might be better than Ohio State now. No, I don't think that's who, at that's all. the one. I told team you Georgia does not want to play. I think Michigan. Yeah, I think Michigan Ohio State's coin flip. I think they both. I think are, they're both tough. Michigan's got a better defense. Ohio State's got a more explosive offense. Yeah, it's weird. And I think that's a conversation for another day. But um, that was the whole argument was just the eliteness of Georgia, and I'm like, they are elite. Like they they have. You to said be no team is great this year. There isn't a great team this year. I think I do not think there is a. A great team in college football this year. I think there's flaws, and every team has some flaws. I think you're just think you're, every team every year has. Flaws. I don't think that there's. I don't know. I don't, you're thinking of like flaws. all time, like yeah. There's not a top ten all time college football team this year. Correct. Yes, there's the, still a great team. Georgia will not. This Georgia team will not go down as a top ten all time college football team, and that's fine. So what? So what? But like, so what? They're, they're good. Yeah, they're fine. They're good. They they could win a national title. Hey, you still think uh, you still think that Oregon's forty six point blowout to Georgia's doesn't mean anything? I wouldn't say it doesn't mean anything, but I think if they played again on a neutral site, I don't think it would be forty six points. So, which leads me to our next topic that I was going to have in here, which is the best five teams in college football. Who are they? Like, literally rank them because obviously we're talking about elite teams. We're talking about, and it seems like all of us are pretty much on the same page for one through three. So in some capacity, yeah, Georgia, yeah. Ohio State, Michigan, in some capacity. Yep. My personal one, I would have Georgia, Michigan, then Ohio State. Okay, what do you guys have there? Like and on the top three, top three, exact CY? same, or do you have Ohio State, Georgia? I mean, even if you don't have Georgia, one, I where would, do you have? Uh, it? I would say Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. In that order, in, in, in that, that order? order, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with Kevin Michigan, and the only reason why is. Ohio State has looked pretty beatable a couple times. When I think Michigan, the way they beat teams is just different. Like they just beat Nebraska like forty three to three. They just put you know what I mean? Like that's a fucking beat. The, down. the difference with with for me watching the Michigan games too is like the first halves can be kind of close to Michigan games because they're just robbing that team of their energy and everything. And then second half comes and they just keep rolling and they just keep punching them in the mouth, punching yeah. them in the mouth, and then by the third end of the third fourth quarter those teams don't even want to be on the field anymore so here's where it gets interesting though who's who's the fourth and who's the fifth best team regardless of ranking yeah. regardless of anything who could challenge those top three teams to beat them seriously that's that's a tough in total. question give me give me i want them in order too i'm curious you, you go first <laughs> no <laughs> uh i'll give you my four okay tennessee tennessee four yeah i I, I don't I don't hate that. Like I don't disagree with it, I don't think. I think it's tough to put another team ahead of them. You know, they've only lost to fucking Georgia. So I mean And they got beat, but and, and it wasn't like a close game by any means, but it wasn't just a complete It was a complete ass beating. Like it was twenty seven thirteen, right? Yeah, but that didn't dictate the score at all. Like it turned into a, a rainstorm in the second half and it, the game kind of just ended in that moment, but Georgia was dominating that game. They, I mean they were the clearly better team, yes. but it didn't look as if Tennessee didn't belong on the field. Kind, I didn't think I, that. I, I kind of thought they I they got dominated in all facets of that game. The game, yes. Like, the score wasn't as bad as I thought the game could have been. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. But yeah. I still don't think Tennessee looked like dog shit. You, I, I would put yeah. Tennessee four. I, I think that's yeah. that's fair. I think that's fair. Who's four. your four then? You, oh, Tennessee? Yeah, Tennessee four. I think that's fair. I, 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 think, think, I think Oregon's the fourth best team. Oregon? Yeah. Like, I know they just lost. And I know, like, going into this last week... I thought I felt like Oregon had the best chance to beat those teams. Blew my mind. I really did. Wow. I really did. Yeah, and I know they just lost that game, but hmm. you know, if I take that game away, 
And again, Bo Nix isn't hurt. Who is Oregon beat that makes you feel like real, real good? And again, like it's the same conversation with Ohio State, Michigan. It's the way they were beating teams. Like they hadn't missed a beat since that Georgia game. They were, like, beating, they the shit were beating the shit out of teams. They got lucky against Washington. Bo Nix was yes. looking great. Like their defense was playing better. Like to me, just like the eye test was like this Oregon team again. And I agree. I think Georgia probably beats them again. But like I think that game's a lot closer. And I, I just they had the momentum and the they just felt like that team there. I don't know why. Like, if they they slipped up, and it's, I'm sorry to see that they're not going to make the playoff now. But like, I think they yeah. could have been competitive in that playoff. Yeah, I don't okay. know. That's interesting. As long as they don't play Georgia, they're competitive. Exactly. Who's yours? Number five. USC. I knew it. Yeah, they're USC. Um, <clears throat> here's the thing with USC. What what sucks about USC right now is they just don't have the bodies and the depth on defense to really go out there and be a national title contender this year like to win a national title um because on offense they have it you know they're they got two offensive linemen that are you know elite as far as pff grades go um two of the best receivers in college football one of the best quarterbacks in college football they lose die but i don't i don't think it's much of a loss i mean i'm, I'm sorry they'll be fine at running back. yeah they'll be fine so you know i just don't think they have the rotation pieces on defense to really go after it but that offense can go with anyone. I mean, I if you, I, I don't know who you guys think the number one offense is in the country, but they're up there. I mean, they're up there in their argument with them against anyone as the best offense. So, I think it's fair to put them as the fifth best team in the country. This is this is my thing with with SC. I do think that their offense is elite. I don't think it's top three in the country personally. Probably top five, um, but I do think their offense is elite for sure. I think their defense is as you know you you put you know it's, it's not great the thing about sc is i don't think we really know how good they are uh because sc does not have a top 25 win yeah right their best win is against oregon state which is not a bad win but that's not a marquee win if that's your marquee win and that's like a problem. they don't have a good win they haven't played anybody all that tough except for utah right which however you feel about how the game ended up okay because i know sc fans are gonna they have some issues with with the ref, you know, the, 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 you know, what happened with the refs, which is fine. That's not really the argument. The argument would be that they gave up almost 600 yards of offense to Utah, mm-hmm. which isn't like an offensive juggernaut. They're not bad by any means, but they're not like, they don't, you're not like, oh man, offense, Utah's going to run the score up on us. They give up 600 yards to Utah. So what my thing is you put them against a team like Tennessee, I think Tennessee is going to score as many points as they want on them. If you think that'd be a great, but I think, but I think a super fun game that'd be on the opposite side. I think SC scores as many as they want on Tennessee as well. Maybe, maybe. Um, Stylistically, but the thing it's is, a bad matchup but, for Tennessee. I don't think it's, it's not a good matchup for USC. Either, deep, uh, it's, there's, yeah. it's the same argument. Yeah, right? I, they're the but same. What team. you could say is Tennessee's defense has been getting better against better competition. I would argue. Um, so. Uh, my thing is, ten, like USC has no top twenty-five wins, but yeah, we're going to crown them a top-five team. That's but, tough because also, you don't know how good they are because they haven't played anybody that's that good. They could be great. I don't think they are, but they could be. But they've played nobody. But that's but you're punishing them for that. You should. Well, I'm punishing but, well, them. They don't make their schedule. I'm they punishing get them because they, they get don't. their out of conference schedule. It's the yes, same, they do. It's the same argument that I we with just made with Michigan, Michigan, Ohio State. I think Ohio State and USC are similar in the sense that. Except Ohio State has beaten those teams in better fashion than USC has. I have not seen USC put a full game together and really beat down somebody. Even this Colorado win that they just had, it was three to two in like midway through the second quarter. Like they did not really start blowing them out to the third quarter. Like I just haven't seen a complete game. And like the, Michigan is beating the shit out of teams, like you we said. Like it's SC has has had very close games against Cal, against Arizona, against Arizona State, against Oregon State. Yeah, they're not Stanford a almost came back and beat them, yeah. or, or came back and the, they they beat them bad in the second half. Well, they got beat. The good news the about USC is we're yeah, gonna, we're find, gonna out. find out. Yeah, but I just we're gonna that, find and out, and that's why I think if SC wins out, right, they they're beat, in the playoffs, and they should be They'll in the playoffs. right. And I have no they issue will be. if they if they win if they beat UCLA, they beat Notre Dame, and then they again beat probably Utah or maybe Oregon. Oregon yeah. Then yeah, because they played nobody all year, but then the. Those three weeks in a row, three. That's I mean, a tough they three deserve back it. To back yeah. to back. I would have yeah. no problem with it. But right now, I think it's crazy that they get the love that they get based off of playing nobody. So here's the better question. Who's your fifth team? Okay. Yeah. Uh, my, I hate to do this. I absolutely fucking hate it. But if you're talking five teams I don't want to play, yeah. it's Bama. 
I think if you put a Miami Hurricanes jersey on Bama, you would not be scared of them on their players. If you put a Miami Hurricanes on jersey Bryce on Bryce Young, Young yeah. <laughs> I'll be scared. I think that would be my argument. That's my it's only, just, and I don't. He's that much of a difference maker. He they is. shouldn't be. I get it. They shouldn't be ranked as high as they are. I mean, I guess, but like in theory, am I more scared? I mean, LSU would be the other team potentially. Really? Um, See, I don't think LSU scares me. I don't think LSU all. scares me either. I don't think they're very good who, at all. Who's who's uh, who's your fifth? What, didn't I say it? Well, who do I have? Yeah, no, Oregon Tennessee would be my five. Tennessee, Tennessee, Oregon, then Tennessee. So. I don't know. I just no TC love for anyone. That's sad. But ulti- well, so okay. Let's talk about TCU then. Who gets in, TCU or the Pac-12? What's more likely, TCU or USC? TCU. I think TCU has an easier route. I mean, TCU plays Iowa State, Baylor, and, and Kansas, Kansas State. State. Yeah, those three USC's, games. Are, USC's got to play UCLA, all. Notre Dame, and then UCLA has three straight top twenty teams. And that Notre I mean, Dame uh, game USC has three, is three turning into a tough game as opposed to earlier in the year you thought that might not be a tough game. Yeah, it's but they get them at home. Rivalry game. They, they get them at home, but and and UCLA is basically at home. Obviously, Rose Bowl. Yeah, the but that's going to be tough for USC to play them. Back to back to back weeks. No, that's what I'm saying. They, no, they don't a, get broken that's up. That's a grind, at all. And, and especially if they're playing Utah at the end of that, who is physical, way more yeah. physical than they are. Like that, and the ri- rivalry games. Game. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out about SC real quick. We are right. We are. I just don't. And and yeah. do they both get in or no? Who? Yeah, they, there's TCU a and USC. There's a world. There's a world. If they both went out, yeah. But so so, so you're gonna take uh, one loss, SC. Pac-12 champ. Pac-12 yeah. champ over one loss, say... Tennessee. Tennessee with a win over LSU. Who well, has three losses at the time. Well, also one and loss... And Bama. Or, well, Bama's not going to get Bama's in. But, I'm, but that's Tennessee's resume, is LSU and Bama. But you're it, also forgetting about the Big Ten. That's one loss. One... Yeah, I mean that's not a conference champion. Though. The problem but, with but, them but, is but the resumes still, are rough. You, you, have to, you have to ask yourself... USC will have a better resume than Michigan for sure. They'll win. They probably would get in because they'll have a better resume than both of them. Late yeah, season too, right? Like everything just Except, happened. Ex- they just be, they just beat those three teams. Yeah. You especially know, in succession. Yeah, I mean it's gonna. It's so what's gonna your come down. so what's your playoff then? What if Clemson wins out and wins the ACC championship? No, no Clemson's not the team you got to worry about. What if North Carolina wins out? I already I told Kev There's this a sleeper team. Yes, now. I told Kev this. So either one, really, either one, they have the same loss. Would be same with, loss. Yeah, yeah. So, so loss. Yeah, I mean they're tough. It's a good loss. That team's tough. <laughs> they're just fucking beating everybody. All we do is beat Think about contenders. The, all we do, <laughs> all we do is beat playoff contenders. <laughs> USC's next. Yeah. Except Ohio State. Um, they're um, next later in the playoff when we play them again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when we come, don't in, let us play the, you twice. Yeah, hey, when we get the in fourth the spot, Tuscaloosa Chili Bowl, whatever you guys. Hey, Cody, play. no one wants Notre Dame. <laughs> Nobody wants Notre Dame right now. No I was gonna does. throw no, them. At, honestly, though, I was gonna throw them at five, but no, SC yeah. does because they need it. They need to have a fucking not really. If, if USC, you'd rather, already, you'd rather not play us. <laughs> if USC no, gets if UCLA in a Pac-12 champion, they don't want Notre Dame. No, but that they UCLA, don't need it. No, yes, because that UCLA win's not going to hold as much. It's still top twenty-five win, and it's then they're going to have but, a Pac-12 championship. They're already ranked eight. This but week they're they, going to bump up to seven or six. But if they go out and they put a bunch of points on Notre Dame, they don't need it though. They don't they, need they, it. They do because that'll kill their argument. That'll against an ACC champion, right? That'll over, that'll overtake that. I right, think it would anyway. It would be, anyway because if you, they're already ranked ahead no, of Clemson. No, they're but already ranked it, ahead of North Carolina. It'll, it'll, it'll help their argument they'll, against Ohio State if Ohio State loses, because they'll have the common opponent in they Notre Dame. They're going to be a conference champion. Yeah, I don't think. I the think I common think opponent Dame, on the first game of the year and the last Michigan, game of the year is a little different, though. The problem, the same I'll, argument you'd have for Oregon versus Game that's One. What I mean. You can't. You're going to use my argument against me. I am right now because you're saying that that matters to you. So if you're going to make that argument there, you can't make it here. I hate to say it, and I. The sad part is I do think both Big Ten teams could be one of the best top four teams. I think only one of them makes it regardless just because the rest of the resume yeah, is it just de- really It depends rough. on what happens. If SC loses one of those games, then no. It depends Maybe, how right? they because, well, If SC loses, of course, yeah. it's different. Yeah. Or TCU has to lose. But it depends how that game goes at Michigan-Ohio State. If it's who, a close game. Who have game. the best chance for a two-loss or non, non-conference championship? Non-conference championship? Yes, Big non-conference 10. championship or yeah, Tennessee's Tennessee. right there, yeah. It's Tennessee. Tennessee doesn't play shit. Not necessarily. Not necess- I mean, but... I think but, it's Tennessee, then Michigan, Ohio State. I don't think it's... And then... I it depends. It depends because Tennessee's losses against Georgia, right? Number one team, I get that. Yeah. But if they... If, if Ohio State and Michigan go play a super close game, how are you going to value... I yeah. mean, like, it, it's, it's kind of a toss-up. The up. shitty part is, is the community always gets bailed out. Like, someone's going to, like... It's going to be obvious. At I the would end love of the year. to see one loss Tennessee, uh, like the argument 
right for the last team in one loss tennessee versus one loss michigan ohio state whichever one you have well it depends what happens in the sec title game how lsu plays against georgia 12 team playoff because if lsu Fuck. gets blown out then that hurts tennessee very much and so what happens when lsu beats georgia then lsu's in and georgia's in and tennessee's out Tennessee. Well, Tennessee. Tennessee might be in. They're, they're all three going to get in. Why? Because who are you going to take out? So all three plus TCU will lose. You have to have TCU losing. And then you put in Ohio State, Michigan winner. But what if SC wins out? SC is going to be in over Tennessee. And TCU? No, TCU, TCU lost. Oh, TCU lost. Yeah. Like we're saying, we're saying TCU but loses. Ohio State or Michigan's in. Yes. So then so. the argument's going to be one loss Tennessee versus no no conference champion but their only loss is against the number one team in the nation i just gotta know are the are the listeners following all of this yeah we're like (laughs) we gotta plate of spaghetti (laughs) right now what's gonna help you know what i'm saying like the amount of losses and wins so so we're not valuing as well either we'll simplify the argument simplify the scenario real quick so one loss tennessee okay not not a sec champion only loss versus georgia right versus usc one loss pac 12 conference champ with their only loss being against a top 15-ish Utah. And so, they rekindled that loss, potentially. Right. And but then, they still, but they, you know, it's, it's, st- it's still. It's their loss, yeah. but they so, won it, yes. So what do, you, what do you value more? One loss versus the number one team in the country or a conference champion? Oof. Because that's basically the, yeah. that's that's what the argument will be. Yeah, I mean. Well, we know what the committee thinks right now, and it's and it's and it's an SEC team, which you know the committee exactly. loves, and, and that, so and, that's and that's the that's the curveball. That's what the committee has right. But, Present day has them higher, but yes. it's not just any. It's not TCU they're having a resume against. It's SC with Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams who will sell and who will make money for. I don't him. think that matters as much. I think it does make matter. Oh, it one hundred percent makes money. You're telling me Tennessee is not going to sell. Yeah, the people love. No, it is. But someone like it's a resume right now. Tennessee. Well, right now Tennessee's five and SC's eight. Yeah, right. that's that's my point. But the, yeah, that, the but Tennessee's telling us right but Tennessee's now. resume's done. SC's has a long way true, to go. True, very true. True. I just think, I just want the decision to be made. Like I, I want, want that to case. happen. Like yes. you said, the last yes. couple of they years they get bailed out. They get bailed been, out. It's been very nice for them to say, okay, these are the obvious. And I want it because like I want to see them make that decision. I know. And tell me, tell me. to my fucking face yes. Yes. how yes. biased yes. you look, are, yeah. look, because yeah. like you fucking tell me. Look, I I don't like obviously like S. SC's not my team, but right. the Pac-12 gets hate. Always has. They're always. It's always like the weakest of the. Right. You know. Uh, the, you know. That's what people commonly say, right? Yeah. So I would love for them to have to decide to tell us tell SEC us. versus Pac-12. On paper, you know it's probably the right choice in being a conference champion in SC. The loss happened a while ago. Overtime was it overtime? That was yeah. overtime, right? Uh, in Utah, close game. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I hope that that happens just for that. Let's talk NFL, see why. All right, let's move on to the NFL. Um, not a ton of news, obviously, in the middle of the season, but one thing we didn't touch on since we weren't here last week, uh, Frank Wright fired, um, and by a shocking term of event, turn of events, Jeff Saturday, interim head coach. 12 years um, in the league, in the Colts' ring of honor. How do you feel about this? Yeah, out of nowhere. This one, right? Um, I, I kind of love it in yeah. the sense that, like, Saturday feels right. Uh, however, there obviously are some people in the league who have issues with it in the sense that, like, what was the process for this? <laughs> right. You know, like, right. uh, there's a lot of good coaches out there that want their opportunity, and Saturday gets plucked off of, you know, ESPN set. and He was coaching a high school team, yeah, too. It's like, but that doesn't make it a bad hire. So I'm I'm curious. I, I like it. Saturday feels like you know he's got the charisma and and that's his home. You know, in terms of his team, and I don't know. I kind of like it, but I do think that there's maybe some questions about the process. Yeah, the process for sure. Um, it was just out of nowhere. I think to me, it almost feels kind of disrespectful to the guys in the building. Sure, but at the same time, like not like you guys were doing anything. You know what I mean? Which I get that argument as well. It's like, yeah. what have you guys? What do, can you guys stand on to say that you deserve to lead this team in a position? Um, and it, it, it's a. I'm interested to you know. I wish I can go to Jim Irsay's brain and think about this because, are you doing this to spark some energy into the team and get them going, or are you doing this to tank and get a quarterback you want? 
Like, I don't know what it really if, in his if head. If it's Tank, though, you just leave Frank right in, right? I mean, things aren't I, working. Why make the change? I think these mid-season changes are, are usually to spark something. I don't think you mid-season right. change to get worse because if you were on a decent track, then you're not doing a mid-season change. Um, but typically, you don't have these, like, um, you know, splash of the water mid-season moves, right? Like, that happens in the off-season. So to have, like, a yeah. major hire which like Saturday kind of is not because of his resume, but because of his name power and I guess whatnot, it's kind of a, it's kind of a shocking move to make mid season. Yeah. It's, it's very shocking. And it's let, it obviously let, lit a spark. They beat the Raiders um, on the road and he, you can tell, like, it seems like they're okay with them. Um, you know, the OC that he appointed to call plays is young guy, 34 years old, um, never called plays before. he they look good. I, they're going to run the fuck out of the they're ball. They're going to run the fuck oh, yeah. out of the ball. That's, what's, well, that's Jonathan that's, Taylor's first game where he like 20, played well. 26 carries or something. Yeah. Like 24 no, carries. They're, they're yeah. going to be all over him. I, yeah. I think it, the, the obvious question, I mean, again, good win, but like are they actually going to name him head coach? No college or NFL experience. Are they actually going to do it? No. How do, you, how do you put him as an interim without – like you don't think he's asked that question? You I don't, don't think, think he that, wants it. Oh, why? Uh, of course I, he wants Did it. you hear his presser? Yeah, he was fired up. I he know said, he I'm, I know I can lead men. I'm a leader yeah. of men. Yeah. That, you don't say that if you don't want to be he the is, coach. So no, I, I think he wants to do it this year. I do. I think he's he all He is in. my Dan Campbell next year. Fuck. Oh, God. Hard knocks, <laughs> baby. Give me Saturday. <laughs> How dare you? How fucking dare you? No, give me, yeah, give me Jeff Saturday. Did you I'm hear all that? in on that. Did you hear uh, Lions, the Liners ownership? Uh, what's her name? She's one of the forwards. Like, she's like a whatever and what are you saying what she came out and said uh, like an exec for the lions yeah she's the owner of the Lions. okay what she's said. one of the fords you know the owner sure. and she said uh you know dan campbell's our guy we're gonna stick with him we trust him no one hates losing more than we do whatever and it's like mm-hmm. i think you might like losing a little bit if you hated it that much you kind of oh. do it you do it more than anyone else like and lions are one of those franchises that they have never been good in my lifetime Ever. They went to the playoffs once, once with yeah. Stafford and Calvin Johnson. Yeah, like <laughs> once with that team. And again, he leaves and goes wins the Super Bowl. Like, I don't know. I think, again, they're better off. This is the only year where I'm like, you know what? I'm okay if you guys are losing some more games. Wait, how did we get to the Lions? <laughs> like, it wasn't even. We're talking Dan Campbell. <laughs> well, first right. off, you brought him up. Yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> fuck about us. Too. You talked about him. <laughs> but no, I said that he's the Dan Campbell. Yeah. But then you oh, kept shit. going. Yeah, yeah. Either way, yeah, yeah. Um, I want them to get a new quarterback. But anyway, that's beside the point. I think Jim Irsay is that guy that he would name Jeff Saturday as the head coach. He's a wild man. Jim Irsay is a fucking he's lunatic. He's a fucking wild man. Um, who's next coach fired? I don't really know. You had that on there. I haven't even thought about it or looked at it. Uh, I feel like each I, I team is in a easy. weird who. You go to the desert. Yeah, Cliff. Cliff's done. Yeah, I said that to you yeah, the other I, day. I yeah. think Cliff. Where does Cliff go from here? Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be yeah. fucking. I'd be in on that Auburn. for sure. Give me, get him back in the Big Ten, Big Twelve of that area. Get in the Midwest. Nestor, Nebraska's in the Midwest, Cody. I, know, I didn't say anything. Yes, it is. So I didn't say give anything. me Cliff to Nebraska. That'd be awesome. I would. I'd be up for that for sure. He's next though. He was. Else? He was talked about Oklahoma. Yeah, like he's he's a college guy. He just feels like a college guy to me. McDaniel's no respect. I know they said he's safe, but oh, the Raiders guy. Yeah. Fuck, I think he should be. Uh, yeah, why is he safe? I don't know. Like what? What? What is he doing that says now nah, we're gonna? I don't know. And again, it's a team that made the playoffs last year, and you're getting you're getting worse, and your division isn't as good as you you're thought getting you were. worse. And on paper, you, you got better. Like, yes, over better. the off season. I don't know. It's a bad. I think bad if situation. the Chargers don't make the playoffs, he's in trouble. There's a good one. Yeah, There's I think he's one. in trouble, especially because it feels like some of their problems are very obvious coaching decisions. I think this year's yeah. been a little pressure off them because of the injuries and you know they're, they're, they're they are so injured, man. They they're really banged are. up. It's almost hard to use like use this year against him with how banged up they. The are. funny part is though, what are they five and four? Five yeah. and four. They're in the middle like, of it. Yeah, they're in the middle of it. Like they're not like I've given the Chargers a lot of shit because yeah. I just don't think they're like a winning team. But like they are winning games, you know. Like they're finding a way. Yeah, they're, they're kind they're of pretty okay. lucky, right? Like that they're in the division that they are, where all the heat is going to the Broncos <laughs> and the Raiders. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, well, like, that's the guy who might get fired too in Denver. Oh fuck! 
They, he, that's what I'm I, saying. He like, should. He probably should get fired. If man, anyone should like, be fired, should be him. He, he talk is, about a team that literally I don't see where there is an issue yes. other than quarterback and coaching. They have good skill position. They got good O line. They great got good D line. Like they they have a top five. You said second year for the Raiders were bad. Like the second year for the Broncos is really Elite. good. Elite. Pat Sertain is a dude. Pat Sertain is a top five corner, and yeah. Justin Sims is like a top you know five ish borderline safety. Dude, like, they are really good. Uh, <sighs> nuts but yeah like so there, to your question though it's like there's a lot of guys that like won't be fired that like might and should be you know what i mean if that makes sense <laughs> like yeah i mean who would you fire um i, th- I think cliff's gotta go that's the first see i wouldn't fire him but i think he will but i wouldn't out of all those names i my first one that i would fire would probably be Hackett from the Broncos. That's a hundred percent. Yeah, interest. like I think if I'd you look at the fair. if you look at the roster. Yeah, that's fair. Right, I like mean, they are so like they're but good. The Cardinals have team. a good fucking roster too. They do. They do. I'm they're not bad. performing. No, they're not bad. I agree. I don't think their roster is as good as the Broncos. But and Kyler's kind of regressing. Yeah, like under him. Yeah, maybe they're not know. tough. I well, I don't know if he's regressing. I think Kyler's just kind of Kyler. Yeah. You think he's the same guy with you? I, yeah. I think he's kind of going backwards. I just think that, I've never I just been think a Kyler expectation, guy, though. I think the expectation has gotten higher. McDaniel I think he's be been the same. Too. Yeah, I'm not a big Kyler guy, though. McDaniel should be fired, too. I, I, I think, actually, too. I think he'd be my second choice. Yeah. You can't you can't have the offseason that they had and get this bad. Mm-hmm. They're not bad anywhere. They're not. Maybe, they're, maybe their cornerbacks aren't great. Maybe their secondary isn't awesome. But, like, they're not bad anywhere. No, I agree. I definitely agree. Anything really NFL wise? I mean, we're kind of no, we're in the middle of the season, so it's not a lot of news coming out. Yeah, we're kind of um, getting into playoffs now, or yeah, t- playoff conversations. I'd say yeah, it's, it's starting like every game's starting to matter now. Like, Teams are getting some bye weeks. Yeah. yeah, how you feeling about the Bengals coming off buys and Jets? Go ahead, see how you feeling. Um, we already talked about the Jets. Obviously, you're in a really good position to keep fired winning. up for this week. Yeah, yeah, it's a big one for you guys. Yeah, I, I, it's a big one for you guys. This is this is who uh, is it? Patriots. Patriots. Look, we should have we should have beat the Patriots. Yeah. The, yeah. Like we we, we should have beat them that the first the week. Pick game. That was like uh, I think that was the first time, right? Like the like we played just bad football yeah. all year. Like we really just like played bad football. To me, the East, the AFC East, feels like a split across the board. Like all those teams split with each other. I think it's probably the best division of football. It is, or the NFC East. Yeah, I mean, you can make NFC an argument East for the NFC, probably, but but I think our worst is better than their worst. Yeah, I agree. I take. I think I take the East. You take the Patriots AFC's. over the over the uh, Commanders. Commanders. That's a good game. Mm, That's actually a good game. It's a good the, game, but you take the Patriots over the Commanders. It's the consistency of the Patriots. Yeah, I, you take the Bills over the that. Eagles. Yeah, yeah, you take the Bills over Eagles. You take the Dolphins. Dolphins Cowboys is good game. Good game. Well, first off, we're talking the number two. It's Jets, but go ahead. Yeah, Uh, but then like I think I think Jets or Dolphins. I take over the Giants. The Giants. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's better. But they're good. I mean, that's those are the two divisions everybody thought were going to be great this year. The East is going to. They're going to (laughs) be everyone. I know. The only one. (laughs) I think that. What, I thought the happen? Giants were going to be so bad this year. I thought they were going to so be decent. I. I, thought, I thought the I think Eagles would be a number one pick. I thought the Eagles were going to suck. I thought the Eagles would be decent. I'll, I'll be the first to say it. I, I had a bad read on the Eagles. I thought the Giants were going to be number one pick. I did too. I had the Giants as my number one pick. Yeah, I coach of the year. I had it, the Texans and the Giants. I thought we were going to be just I battling it out for for, sure. for the number one pick. Texans aren't a bad team though. But you know what? They, they're compete. Texas Danny Dimes, baby. Team. Danny Dimes, a real deal. I think um, what's what's going to happen in the AFC East is those teams. Whoever comes out is going to be battle tested but it's going to be such a grind to come out of that division I feel right. like the thing about the tell eight, us about the Bengals Cody um, it depends when they get they need to get Jamar back for sure but how bad is it how long I think he'll what be, is it hit pointer no he has a crack in his hip oh fuck it's yeah. not good so but he did it in the in the Saints game mm-hmm. and then he played next week against Atlanta went for two touchdowns like 150 yeah it's just a nagging thing but if it gets like really bad it could like be really really bad yeah so they gotta sit him out there was a chance he could play this week <clears throat> he's not going to who are you playing Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh he can sit that way yeah he can sit. Let's, win um, that, let's win that fucking game he's though go- he's gonna sit next week probably and then he comes back for Kansas City December 3rd. when you'll need him when yeah I mean, so looking at, I do think we we touched on this. I think Bengals got a a tough road. They do have a tough schedule. They're tougher like, half, and they and the back half. They're gonna need some help in the way of. I don't think they win their division. The uh, the only reason they're only a game behind the Ravens and they get to play them again. Ravens but are playing better football. Ravens are playing better football and they're healthy. 
No, they're not that healthy. Offensively, they're banged up. Well, when Dobbins comes back, but they're He's but they they <laughs> Bateman's but, out for the year. But who is Dobbins? Bateman. Oh, Bateman. Yeah, yeah. Bateman's yeah. Who who year. means more to Mark, their team? Mark Andrews is he's been banged up he's been hurt um they're banged up offensively and defensively lost marcus williams i think he's finally going to come i don't back. disagree with you i just i've been on the, only, the ravens all year but so the I problem have to stick with them. the argument though is the ravens schedule <laughs> I can't back down they even raven schedule is very easy the rest of the way yeah I like think it's a lot the, easier than the, the Bengals. yeah so that's i would give the advantage of the ravens because of that like this and i think that they and you get them at home next time you play them the thing about like week 17 or, Joe, yeah i think that's gonna be huge right but like joe burrow incredible right o-line leaky still right um and he's missing his dude i know that they have yeah. other good wide receivers but like he's missing his dude the thing is for the ravens lamar jackson is his dude yeah oh, like he's sure. his own dude like he doesn't like andrews is his guy don't get me wrong yeah, but and- like he's gonna go out and do it by himself as good as joe is he does need like like for the way that the Bengals. well it's offense, just his game their yeah. games are different I well the thing about the Bengals, which i thought was very encouraging b- before the bye week was Joe Mixon goes bonkers against Carolina. Yeah, he did. He, did and, he looked. He looked great. And Carolina is not a slouch uh, on defense, and especially the run defense was like DVOA was like top ten in the league. Worst fucking feeling. Day after my wedding, I'm having uh, breakfast with my buddies. We're just watching, you know, Sunday football on the TV, and I'm just like, wow, Joe Mixon's going fucking crazy. Like 152. Oh, let me check fantasy. I haven't checked fantasy in a little bit. Playing against, against him. That is yeah. all time one of the worst feelings of That's all time. That's the worst. Like when ch- you don't even realize it and you're like, oh, wow, this guy's going fucking crazy. God, I hope I'm not playing him. Yep. Playing against, playing against him. him. See what, how confident are you? Because the Bengals have to go five and two over the rest of the year to get in. To win or just to get, get in? to the playoffs. Oh, wow. That's five. 10 wins. Yeah, a nine, a nine team wins not getting in the AFC. I don't think. Yeah, it's in a, uh, well, especially without competitive. Sometimes. Yeah, I think 10 10's I think get 10's in. the number. 10's the number. I agree with you. Um, so. They got to go five and two, whether that means they get their division or not, whatever. But they got to go five and two. How confident are you that they go five and two? Their their record or their uh, schedule: Steelers win, Titans, where in Tennessee at Tennessee rematch of the AFC tough game, uh, tough game, game. definitely can win it, but tough game as long as Burrow doesn't get fake. I think you should win that game. So you got Steelers, Titans, Chiefs, Chiefs at home. I got fuck. I don't think Chiefs matter. Honest, I'll be honest. Chiefs, Uh, Browns. Bucks. And I think that's Browns with Deshaun. It's Browns with Deshaun. It is. So, uh, and you can only lose oh. two games. Remember, you can only lose right. two. Chiefs, one of them. Let's just. I'm not. I'm not saying you can't Let's beat say that's them. The least winnable game so right, far. Right. The least winnable. And also, I actually, think Cleveland. <laughs> well, I was gonna yeah. say you never beat Cleveland. We, so. beat, we don't lose the. We don't lose the Mahomes. Cleveland, so. uh, and then uh, Bucking the Bucks. Yeah, that's more winnable than Mahomes. Shut we up. We beat them twice last year. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that go. Uh, the He's Bucks. Mahomes, you know it. Uh, yeah. Yes. Bucks are tough. Patriots. Not an easy one. No. You should win it, though. Bills. Buffalo. Oh, fuck. Cody. It's a tough schedule. Ravens. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's a you can only game. lose two of those. Yep. Three and you know, so your you, fringe. You, you can yeah. only lose two of, and to me, looking at your schedule, I think the hardest ones, you have Ravens, Bills, Chiefs, and then it for me, it's Tennessee. a... Tennessee. Uh, no, I'm giving you, a, like, that is a win, yeah. right? Like, because you I have... I think you should win that game. But, like, so you got Chiefs, Bills, Ravens. Browns, Bucks, Browns, like those are the five on the schedule to me yeah. that like and I think look the hardest. And no, hundred percent, you're right. But and you can you only said, you have to go three and two. And in those if you games. said those five are the hardest, I mean the the optimism is four of those are at home. So you know okay. th- that yeah. if those are the five toughest games, you get a rub. Yeah, you get a home. You got to go three and two in them. Yeah, and right, and then you own a tiebreaker against the Jets, and you get the Ravens at home. You own a tiebreaker against, against Miami. Miami. And um, if we beat the Ravens, it'll be a split. So well, that, yeah, and, that, and then if we beat New England, it'll be tag breaker against New England too. Yeah, so you'll have the you have the and Tennessee. Yeah, like the, the, all those teams, we play all the teams ahead of us, which but, is also good. But you got I mean, you have to go five and two, and I yeah. think that that is it's tough. Don't get me wrong; it's, it's definitely doable. Don't get me, but like that's it's tough. I mean, where would we? Like we know we talk about you know hindsight, which is hilarious, but like the fact that the Jets are in a better situation to make the playoffs than the Bengals right now, way better, crazy, honestly. Based off a of schedule, way better. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the schedule's easier for the Jets. We have sure. a win. We have one more win right now, and we are. And you have a, you have the tiebreaker over him, though. Yeah, we have tiebreaker. So so we have but a one still, game you, lead and a much. You're playing the Jags. You're easy. playing. We got Jags, Lions. Lions, Patriots, which yeah. is one of your games too. Um, yeah, we I have mean, the Bills. Just... You have the Bills. I mean, our games are it's, they're easier. I mean. Yeah, I mean, but. And the Dolphins look. Real tough. Like we definitely think the Dolphins are going to win three more games this year. They'll probably win four more, so they might 
they might have an 11 wins. Yeah. So they might be out of the conversation for, for you guys to catch them because I don't think you're going to go six and one. How do you honestly feel? I think we're a playoff team. I don't know if we're going to win. I don't think we're going to win the division. The Jets, if the Jets beat the Lions, the Jaguars, the Bears, and then one of these games, Patriots, Seahawks, Vikings, or the Dolphins, they're at 10 wins. If they win one of those last three. And they win those other three. Yes. Yeah. If they win two of them, then they're an 11 team. So you have team. to go four and three. He has to go five and two, basically. Yeah. Against tougher teams. Yeah. Against, yeah. Tougher schedule. But well, on then, paper, he has, he's more equipped to do it because he has a better offense, quarterback, you know, all that. So we have we'll better see. defense. Probably. No, you, no, you do not. Do not have a better defense. defense Look up any metric in the world. We're not, not looking at metrics. Defense. I see the eye test. Yeah, all right. Anything else to add? Sauce Gardner. Yeah, exactly. Anything better, to add? Best corner in the league. Anything to add, NFL? Ooh. I don't know about that, but I like it. I like Sertain or Slay. Anyway, uh, Anything to add here? NFL? No. No? I think we're good. Ready to move on? Yeah. All right. Let's talk UFC news. Um, another another sad topic. Um, Anthony Johnson passes away at 38 years old. Crazy. Um, crazy. I mean, absolutely crazy. You know, a guy that I think he fought two years ago for Bellator, a year ago or so. Yeah. So he was making his comeback tour. Um, at first, I think I saw a heart condition, but then I think I saw leukemia. Yeah, he was doing... Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And then I saw that, yeah, it was a complication with leukemia, so... It's just crazy to, you know, you know, you never know behind the scenes what's going on. Kind of like similar to the Chadwick Boseman thing when he died, you know. So just kind of out of nowhere with Anthony Joshua. I mean, for me, I mean, we can go around, you know, talk about how we remember him. I mean, obviously title challenger, fought DC, was going to fight Jones before he had to pull out. But and then just the hellacious knockout of Glover Teixeira, you know, I mean, probably the best uppercut I've ever seen in the UFC. I mean, just really sad, obviously, a guy yeah. that was... And kind of retired at his prime out of the UFC. So, um, really sad. Anything to add from you guys? Anything remembering? Uh, just a bummer. And, like, uh, generally viewed as, like, just one of the good guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. like... Uh, dude, Never had a big rivalry. No, like everybody liked even him. Even John Jones liked him. Dude, he, he... I mean, he... When Cormier wasn't really liked, right? Because like, there was yeah. a time when Cormier wasn't... Like, people weren't big on Cormier. Yeah. And Anthony Johnson was getting the next title shot. And they're booing him in the arena. And yeah. Anthony Johnson's like, hey... Like show some respect to on yeah. the mic. It's his moment. He just won, yeah. and he's telling them, "Hey, Cormier is a great guy. Yeah. He's a great champion. We're lucky to have him. I want to beat him, but mm-hmm. we're great." You know, it's yeah. like you don't see that. But it, even that, it's just funny how much the crowd even loved him so much. They're booing the other guy for him. Yeah. You know, like he was that guy. So really sad to see. I mean, across two different organizations, really well liked. So, yeah. but it's just always sad. You know, behind closed doors, you just never know what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. guys battling cancer and just. A guy that fought in three different weight classes. At one point, he was a welterweight in the UFC. So, yep. Um, just really bummed. Just really sad to see, and then just really shocking out of nowhere. Um, see, why I was talking about this one was the potential gambling scandal um, with James Cra- James Cross over at Glory Fitness over in Kansas City with Derek Minner. Apparently, there was some kind of injury going on. There was a large number of bets that were betting the under two and a half, and also the opponent to win across multiple states. Yeah, it was a huge bet. So. Um, and a- a- again, coming upon the um, announcement from the UFC that they can no longer bet. So yeah. as far as like coaches and people, because a lot of times UFC guys would bet on themselves, things like that. So now that that is now outlawed, there seems to be a little bit of a potentially um, scandal going on in the UFC. Huh? See why? Yeah. I mean, I tried to look into this as much as I could. It's just kind of a weird deal. Um, but there's like heavy jail time on the line for this. Like, it's pretty intense. For who specifically? Minner? Uh, I believe so. Wow. Um, what are they finding that is, is like, going to corroborate anything for him? Like, him laying money on it? On himself to lose? Yeah, and his, his through his coach. Is that, is that like, the allegation, or has that, like, been found? Well, they, no. Like, the you allegation. know what I mean? Like, is, that, is this just rumors? The allegation is coach laying the money and giving the insight. James Krause. Yes. Yeah, and, and but I, I read something, and maybe this there's new news that's been out, that there was, like, nothing to to substantiate or link that. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. I haven't heard anything since. I'm just wondering if this is, like, you know, chatter. I or... feel like it's, it's smoke for the most part. Um, James Krause beforehand was really big in MMA betting, so it makes sense <laughs> that this is happening afterward. Because once it's outlawed and this fight literally happens within two weeks after it happens, so yeah, like I get that, I get why it's coming out. But also, like I don't, I just don't think James Cross is that guy personally. He seems like a pretty stand-up guy. His fighters are very like, you know, he doesn't really have a stable of like elite, elite fighters. Brandon Marino's there now, which is awesome. But like other than that, like it's not like a high-level gym. So he's not the guy that's like really 
you know, shelling out crazy amount of money and things like that. So yeah. I'd be very surprised if it was actually any kind of illegal activity going on over there personally. It's going to be real tough to to prove any of that. Yeah, also. Especially when it when it's concerning a medical thing. Mm-hmm. How are you going to tell someone they weren't hurt? Yeah. How are you going to tell right, them? You know what right, I mean? Like, right. I don't know. I don't know. But Interesting. I, I, I just think it's funny, too, because we talked about Derek Minner fight going into it. It's like if he loses, he loses in the first round. Like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, for me, it's like the fight played out kind of how we expect it's an unlikely outcome. It's just weird that all that money came in. Yes. But I also right. think it's not that weird because that's how I would have bet it, too. Well, it was, so amount, like, it was an alarming amount. Like maybe it, it, just think of how much money comes in on fights and. And this, then an alarming and on amount. A, and, yeah, and, maybe. And, and on a Derek Minner fight, they're like, holy shit. You <laughs> yeah. know, like. Moving the needle. Yeah, like Speak, that's, that's. Speaking a, of gambling, you guys see the Puig stuff? No. Yasiel Puig? Yasiel yeah, Puig Yasiel. what? Uh, Yasiel Puig. He got, he agreed to a plea deal yesterday. <laughs> what? On an underground gambling scheme that he was involved in. What Jesus. a Yasiel Puig thing to do, yeah. too. God plea damn deal, it. like, it could have done up to five years, but the plea is just going to be like, Oh, when, when was this taking place? When he was a Dodger. Not on the Reds? The Dodgers? No, it was, what was it he was doing? Dodgers. He was he was part of a, a bookie, essentially. And I don't know if he was exactly what he was involved in or how much involvement, but he fucking entered a plea deal. So, <laughs> Dude, you got you to gotta ask yourself, like, what the fuck do you want in life, dude? Like, you, you, you have it all, God. but I'm going to go be a part of an underground ground gambling ring while like, he's making millions that's too. what i'm saying like while what he's why? mid mid like what do you start for dodgers Gosh, good god damn. speaking of dodgers tyler anderson angel now yeah. just signed with the angels yeah he was good for us we need all the help we can get yeah, yeah. you need a, yeah you need pitching yep. good for you guys actually just for quick baseball to every shits on the angels pitching this year top 15 starters were good we didn't hit the ball this year that was yeah. a problem yeah starters were good all right Interesting topics. All right. Uh, Volkanovsky versus Makachev. We talked about it a little bit a couple weeks back, but now this is officially, officially happening February 11th in Perth, Australia. Um, I know we've talked about a lot about it, but it's now official. Yeah. So, You know what's funny is when you, they showed Volk at the fight? Mm-hmm. If anyone looks like a UFC fighter, it's Volkanovsky. You think so? Like, he looks like a fighter. Looks like a villain in a movie, <laughs> yeah. like a Disney movie. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, that's a good call, too. He's a Marvel villain or something. Yeah. I don't know about this fight. Like, you got, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna get more excited when it comes up. Of course, like I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna watch that thing for sure. Yeah. Whatever I'm doing, February 11th, you can bet I'm watching this fight. Yeah. Um, I just, <clears throat> I just think there's more fights to make, and we can talk about Poirier and Benil now. Um, I just, I just don't think it's a good matchup for Volkanovski. I told Kev this over the weekend when it got announced. Uh, I hate it. Yeah. And I, yeah. I will probably change my tune slightly as it gets closer and right I get more excited but i hate it um m- not so much from volk's standpoint because he's a proven champion um and don't get me wrong like islam looks incredible but like i personally think you're not the champ and like you're not a champion until you have to defend your belt yeah until someone comes and tries to take it from you and you defend it so i i have an issue with especially in the lightweight division but i have an issue with islam isn't going to defend his belt. This isn't a, like this, I guess it's a title defense, but it's not against the title, like someone in his division. Mm-hmm. So I, I have an issue with like, defend it in your division and make a statement that, hey, nobody in my division can beat me. Yeah. And so I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and defend it Yo, outside of the division. But like you, you beat don't. Beat Dustin. Beat Benil. Yeah. Beat, especially Benil. Fuck, man. Yeah. God, that guy deserves the shot. Benil does. Yeah. But I, I hate, I, I just don't like that too, like, you know what I mean? I, I don't, I'm not a fan. I would you, love you, Dustin to fight a Dustin fight. He's gonna get fucking we, Dustin Amakashev. Yeah, he's gonna lose. Well, I mean, I don't know. Well, let's well, let's talk about the other matchup. Well, okay, let's talk about that first because I think that matchup's interesting because if you think Makashev is as good as Khabib, then you think Makashev beats Dustin. But do you think Makashev is as good as Khabib? It, it's hard to say. It's hard to say yes when Khabib's arguably the best fighter of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, but is Makashev there then? I, no, I don't. Like, think do you so. think that his ability and his you know, his cardio and his pressure and everything that Khabib had is, is on that level. I don't think so. I mean, not So yet. then you think Dustin could I, I, very I, well challenge that fight. Yeah, I think the reason for it is Dustin's not going to be scared of the moment. Dustin know, knows how to fight a five-round fight. <clears throat> he know, I mean, he could get mauled, don't get me wrong, but I think Dustin's smarter and a better fighter than that just to... The, the problem with Islam is it's no one goes into the Islam fight worried about five rounds. 
Right. They worry about getting taken down to the ground immediately yeah. and getting subbed. But I think Dustin could get it to five rounds. Dustin got it to four with Habib. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think Islam's on Khabib's level yet. Yeah. No way. Um, I also think, and take for another day, I think uh, Khabib's a little bit overrated in the sense of, like, the best of all time. I don't I don't Thank agree with you. that. Um, Look at me. But, like I said, we could we could touch on that another time. Um, I I think Benil is a great matchup. So okay, I so. want to see I want to see Islam dominate the top guys before I even consider him for that conversation because right now, like he fought he 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 beat Ali, but like who else has he beat that's a top level guy? No one. And exactly. so it's like I want to see him run through some guys like like miss me with that. Kamaru Usman deserves way more fucking credit than that. Kamaru Usman's lapping his division. Yes, right. he on a fluke KO to Edwards, which whatever. Adesanya and Usman. Yeah, like those you know? those guys defended and then defended. Volkanovski. Like these, even Volk. Like yeah. those guys are lapping their divisions. Islam well, hasn't even defended. is weird because he's only fought Holloway. <laughs> like, who he laps, yeah. beating. No, I mean, yeah. like, yeah. And like, he he's, lapped, he's he, the he lapped the guy that lapped everybody else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, um, so, so here's the question then. That hurt, that hurt me. Because oh, we kind of did this in college football, but, you know, Makashev's at the top right now. Who has the best chance to beat him? Lightweight? Ranked. Lightweights. You can include Volkanovski in that list. Rank it. Best chance to beat him right now. I think number one... Fuck, see, it's tough because I think Dust... I think Benil has a really good chance physically Mm -hmm. because I think he's the strongest of all of them. Um, And he's not going to... You know, he's not going to be a slouch on the ground. I don't think he gets subbed very easily. Um, and I think on the feet, I think he wins. But I also thought Charles would have won on the feet. So it's tough. I think, I Charles, think Charles has no defense on the feet. He's true. So <laughs> he gets knocked down. Every or on the has. ground, apparently. Yeah. He's all offense. But I think it's Dustin. You think Dustin has the best chance? Yeah, I think Dustin I think Benil does because I think physically he matches up the I best. think Benil does because if it goes to the ground, Benil's fine. Yeah. As fine as anybody's going to be, I should say. Right, like the best chance. Benil can get subbed the same way anybody else can. I'm not saying he yeah. can't, but like, who do you like on the ground more, Dustin or Benil? I like Benil more, way more. Yeah, way more. Benil, I mean, Benil. That's that's where he makes his money, truly. Well, but I don't think that's where you beat. But that's where the fight's gonna go. <laughs> that's probably where the fight goes. But again, and there's gonna be moments on the feet. And Benil has real power in his hands. Yeah, and it's like in that moment, is Benil gonna be there with the power and the cardio? I think he can be. I think Dustin can be too. But I think the ground will be such an issue for Dustin think, in comparison. I agree. So this is my only argument. For, I, isn't it great how just matchups make UFC fights? Because again, we're talking about Pereira. I actually have he another. I have people. another guy that I would love to see them fight. Um, Gamrot and fucking Saryukian. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Saryukian. Yeah. I, I, those. Well, Makashev fought Saryukian. I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, on I'll, like an early prelim on a short notice. This was a long and that was a time ago. Fight. And it was a really good fight. Yeah. So I would love to see that rematch. Yeah. I think that would do great because i think saryukian is physically a monster yes but Um, like i like gamrot's not as physically strong but like he has the cardio and the pace that i think could outlast maybe a makashev we'll see but i I think that's an interesting fight for sure So where do you put volk in that in that rank then so for me i actually think benil because i don't think volk is big enough to deal with that's my problem yeah um that's not it's not the skill set it's the it's the size and and when it's weight class weight class matters yes it does so so, but i still think volk is so good yeah that i would say for me he's gonna make it competitive i think benil volk and then dustin okay fair yeah i just think it's funny how all three and and then maybe the saryukian for me i actually like him over gamron well think about this too like even though gamron beat michael chandler in theory, should have a very good chance against a guy like Makashev. I think Makashev's too big. I Chandler's oh Chandler's so fucking big. huge. Like I know you're saying big as in like height and shit, but like Chandler is so physically massive for that division. Yeah, though. but I thought I thought Dustin was more physical than Chandler was. Like he has a bigger back, but like I don't know. He's uh, big. Dustin's really big for 55. Don't get me wrong. That's but like, why I think, Chandler, Chandler's, but better, Chandler's, Chandler's better wrestling. On the ground. That's that's why I think he's a better matchup for his Makashev. scrambles, his strength, his just pure athleticism. He just needs to pace but him. If his, he can pace himself, could he out wrestle Makashev? But do you need to outpace yourself in Makashev? Fight well, of course, pace? yeah, because he's got cardio for days. Do, but I almost think that. But then like, I I also fight back on that too because I didn't think Khabib's cardio was that great at times. 
And I think that at times, like, if you got them into those championship rounds, like, your you could maybe outlast them. Well, your cardio doesn't have to be that good when you are when you're, when you're you have the top pressure all the time. I think exactly. Dustin could beat him. I, I, I do think Dustin could beat him. How do you think Dustin beats him? That's my question. He thinks he knocks him out on the feet. Yeah. I think he outlasts That's him. the only way he can. But how long do you think Islam stays on? If, like, against a guy like Dustin, who has clean boxing, and you know that he's going to try to piece him up on the feet, how long do you think Islam lets it stay on the feet? Islam's going to just level change, push him up against the cage, and throw him down. Like, Islam's not going to sit there. You think he's going to take him down at will? Yeah. I think he's at the yeah. very... I at least I very least think he's going to grapple him the whole time. That guy's... He's going to be pushed up against the cage the entire fight. That's the fight. one thing that Dustin really isn't great at. He's yeah. not a great takedown defense guy. So, I, that's like, my Khabib thing. took him down. Chandler took him down. Like, Oliveira got him down. Like... He's not great, like, traditional takedown defense. If, if, like, even Connor stuffed a few of Habib's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Dustin's not great in that Actually, area. Connor's takedown defense in the Habib fight was pretty it's good. It's not bad. Honestly, it was pretty good. And here's the guy we're not even talking about. Where does Charles Oliveira rank in that? I know. I was thinking about that, too. Where does he rank there? <laughs> it's just tough to say because he had such a bad showing in that fight. At On his day, where yeah. does he rank in that fight? Regardless. On his day? Yeah, on, on, a, on a normal Charles Oliveira night. That one, one or we two. Know. I, I have him. I have him four. Wow. You have him after Volk. You have him I have, after Dustin. I have him after Dustin. Oh, after, yeah. Man, that's interesting. I mean, Dustin is a black belt. He so is. I mean, but he, again, he gets taken down though. Right. That's so, my but problem. but I'm saying is, I think maybe he'll be able to survive. I st- I don't think Dustin wins the fight, but I think <laughs> I just think Charles' defense is so bad. That's what I think. Like, he I think we've realized that, like his striking defense, his submission defense, his grappling defense, like it's not good. And that's why I have him at offensively. Four. He's insane. That Just Dustin's know. pretty good defensively. He yeah. may get taken down, he but got he's to four rounds with Khabib. He's good defensively. Yeah, and Habib I think was better than Islam as far as you know getting the takedown, wrapping up the ankles, and mm-hmm. sitting and pinning him against. I think he's better than Islam. Islam's better striker, but I don't give a shit because. Dustin will piece him up. So Connor knocks out Chandler. No, here we go. Here we go. Connor knocks out. (laughs) First off, Connor in Russia. First off, in Russia. Connor doesn't have to knock out anybody. If he comes, (laughs) Connor's never going to step on a scale and weigh 155 pounds again in his life. He's so big now. He's huge. And he'd get murdered by Usman. So it's just a bad look if he comes back at all. I kind of want to see it. He would get fucking. I know. Uh, That'd make me feel bad. All right. Speaking of fights that I hate. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Rodriguez and Josh Emmett are going to fight for the interim featherweight title on the same card, February 11th in Perth, Australia. Um, I, I already said it. I, I can't stand this fight. I, I don't think it... I mean, it makes sense. And I get why he did it. But from a true UFC fan perspective, neither of these fighters, in my opinion, are really championship caliber. You thought Allen deserved it? Deserved it? I think Allen... I think Allen is a championship caliber fighter. I do too. I don't think Josh Emmett... Maybe there's an argument for Yair Rodriguez. He did look better than I would have expected against Ortega for the first two minutes. But like Josh Emmett's coming off a controversial loss to Yair looked really good Cater. against Holloway. Yeah, he still lost. But he looked really good. Yeah, he looked good, but... He you fucked know. Holloway up. Yeah. but That I was mean, the most damage Holloway has taken in a fight outside maybe, of a Volk fight ever. Maybe. He is very dynamic, and I'll give him that. You know, He's a good striker. And, yeah. Um, I just, I just, I just don't like it. So, but who are your two that you? Because like, if you don't want those two, give me your two that fight for it. The interim. I think Ortega Allen would be a fucking great fight. How do you give it to Ortega right now, though? Because he's the only one that you love. Ortega. (laughs) I don't love him actually, which is the funny part. I don't love him. I just think I have gained respect for him, though. I think Yair deserves it more than Ortega does. Probably. Well, yeah, he beat him. Obviously, he got hurt in that fight, and he beat him technically. So, I mean, if 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 you're gonna go off that stance, then I'd go. Yair and what's up with Allen. Max? What's Max doing? He needs to go to 155. I think. I think he's. I think Max. I think is he's done. conceded to yeah. Hollow, or he's conceded to Volkanovski. Max is not. There's no title runs left in Max. You think? You know? you think he'll, he'll fight like Ferguson Dude, I, and I think Dan Max Hooker at 55. I think Max is too small for 155. But I think he has to. But he can't. I think he's better off at 145. But do, to Wait, do the, what? He knowing that he's really getting to 145, I feel like no, he does it okay. No, I think he, I think he's, he's better at 145. Just knowing that, hey, if Volk exists, you're never gonna. But like, Holloway can beat everybody else. Yes, but like at 155, he's gonna have to build his body. Like Dustin did it. He, Dustin was a 45. That's a different of, body type. That's a different body type. And with the amount of damage he's, that he's taken over he's the years, his ring time is absurd. I, just, I don't like it. I think he's just forever a 45er. That you know, if Volk decides to ride off into the sunset at a point after being a double champ or whatever 
Max gets his shot again, essentially. Ugh, I hate that. It's such a, he, an all-time yeah. great that concedes. Well, I think I think he goes up to 55 and at least goes for it up there. I think that's more of a concession. The thought that he thinks really? he can get through 55, I don't think so. Dustin destroyed him for the most part, like in terms of power. Destroyed him power-wise, yes. Yeah, like but, obviously his striking was But good. that's why he needs to get bigger and stronger is the point. Yeah. Like That's, that's why like, I always say if you're going to make commit, just like Robert Whitaker did. He was a welterweight. He committed to go to middleweight, got bigger, got stronger, and made it happen. I think if Holloway has a similar type, because Holloway's not old. We forget. He's like 30 years he's old. fucking super old in the fucking fight, octagon. Though. Fight years, yeah, he's old. Which but is like, what matters, really. Yeah, in a, in a way. And he's taken a lot of damage. I mean, you think like... Recently, yeah. Yeah, in his last handful of fights... Well, Volkanovski really cut Volk's him up fucked bad. him. I mean, Jair gave him a yeah, lot of damage. He gave him a tough you know? fight. Um, I don't know. I think he... I get where you're coming from. I just... I don't think he has a... I don't think he... Get, I don't know if he's a top five fighter in 55. Oof. That's tough. It's such a tough division. I mean, do you, does he it's better? We got Islam, Olives, uh, See, Dustin. Like, I think he beats... And then I think of guys that are coming up that maybe have a... Shouldn't, well, just go outside, go outside in, you know? Like, he beats Gaethje, I'm pretty sure. He, Ooh, I don't think so. You I don't think know Gaethje that, knocks him out? I he think beats he, Gaethje. I think, Gaethje. Oh, I think that that's a fight. I, I don't... That, I, I, that, I'm not comfortable saying... That is a fight night Dana should make. Yeah, yeah. I think that it, is a perfect fight. If Holloway says go up, give him Gaethje. That is a great fight. Yeah, and Gaethje I, would take that for sure. Yeah, he should, as he should. I don't think that that, like, I don't feel comfortable saying, oh, yeah, he's going to beat him. Like, I think it's a good fight. I'll bet you that line is, like, minus 175 Holloway. Oh. I think so, too. Even though he's going up? Yeah. Interesting. I think the public would really think that Holloway would be the better striker in that match, and that Gaethje would have to knock him out to win. Yeah. He um, could. He could. I mean, Gaethje takes a lot of damage. But the problem is, the problem is like, Ga- the worry with Gaethje is that he's going to get knocked out. Mm. I don't feel like Max Holloway has knockout power. So, like... Well, especially not at 155, maybe. That's what I'm saying. So, it's like, you're not going to put out Gaethje, I don't think. I mean, so you're just going to piece him up, piece him up, and hope that Gaethje doesn't land a bomb. Yeah. All right, we could talk all day about this. Let's wrap this up. Um, news and Notes, Episode 2. Always great when they... Give us the fights because we can break them down for months in advance. We love that. So we'll be back um, tomorrow for episode three of the week with all of our picks and predictions for the weekend um, and some more UFC.